0: Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Spirit Talk Radio. My
1: name is Angel and I am your host. I would like to extend to you this invitation to join me today on a journey of exploration, discovery and clarity with one of the many guests from the community who is committed to helping us all on our journey of spiritual transformation. Enjoy the show, and be prepared to ask questions if you have them. Looking forward to seeing you today, tomorrow, and thereafter. Enjoy. Well, hello, hello, and happy Tuesday. I'm so excited to be here with everyone, as always. Welcome to Spirit Talk Radio. It is Tuesday, the 22nd, so we are almost through this crazy month and this crazy year. And we have a guest tonight that maybe will give us a little help in understanding some of the stuff that's going on. I'm, I'm hoping she can. Um, our guest today is Judy Miller, who is going to be speaking to us as a, as a spiritual healer, and an author and in her book that she, has it just been published? Perfect. Uh, perfect. A Path to Love, Forgiveness, and Transformation. Did you just republish this, Judy? Or has this um, been out for a bit?
0: It just got published uh, not too long oh, ago. Maybe about okay. two months ago.
1: Congratulations on the new book. I'm so excited. Welcome to the show, Judy. We're so excited to
0: have you today. Oh, it's so great to be here. Thank you.
1: So I love the, the, the title of the book. You know, sometimes you, you look at books and you like that, you know, first of all, per, you know, talk about perfect, perfect, a path of life, forgiveness, and transformation. And to me, that's like, that's, that's, that's what there is to do. That's like the perfect line to, to talk about what we need to do today. And what's going on with our lives, you know, if you want to wake up from what's happening, focusing your attention on, you know, finding and, and, and embracing love and releasing through forgiveness and allowing yourself to evolve through transformation. And this is the book that you planned to write, you know, many years ago. It's this thing that's evolved as a result of this, this global transformation that we're going through with the pandemic
0: that That's an interesting question, I think, um probably all my life I've been preparing for this book it's only <laughs> recently emerged. um I'd love to ask you three questions, you and your audience sure. three questions absolutely so have you have you ever felt different like you didn't belong? Yes, or yes. have you felt incomplete, always searching maybe for someone or something to make you feel whole? Yes, That's
1: a fair. that's a good yes, I think everybody can say that right.
0: And maybe if you were like me, you felt unworthy always having to prove yourself over and over again. Oh, my God. Yes. So
1: all (laughs) of the above.
0: (laughs) And and the reason I ask you these questions and your listeners these questions is because these feelings have literally plagued me most of my life. I started my career actually as a CPA or certified public accountant. And then I went into finance in the healthcare industry for over 25 years. So a very traditional kind of lifestyle, but I always felt like I was nothing. I always felt different. And what I learned on this journey is that in the nothingness, we could actually be anything that we want. So what I mean by that is when we drop the stories, the labels, and the judgment, we could truly emerge as our th- true and authentic self. Um, so that's the reason, actually, why I wrote Perfect. I you it. mentioned that. Uh, you mentioned in the intro that the subtitle to the book is, uh, you know, a path to love, forgiveness, and transformation. And, uh, you know, there's so many different definitions of forgiveness, but for me, it's really, really simple. It means to forego or to let go of. So I do think um, painful and unwanted events are going to happen in everybody's life, but we could either experience it once, or we could play it over and over again until literally it becomes our identity, right? So for me, forgiveness really is just, Letting go of that contracted negative energy that no longer serves us so we can move forward and experience true and ultimate freedom and happiness.
1: so it's so so, um, so well put and it's so um, clear as you as you look at everything. Because you know, as a as a light worker, we're looking at everything all the time. And the biggest thing that I think as a society we're wrestling with is this letting go concept. Um, and releasing and, and forgiveness and uh, holding on to the stories of everything and everybody that's ever done anything. And, and you're what we you have come now. You're that gal that won't let go of um, the kid who stole your bicycle. And I get to hear that story all the time. And that defines you, which nobody wants to be defined by that, right?
0: Right, absolutely. So, you know, you asked me a great question. You know, how long has this book been in the works? And I said, you know, it's basically by, <laughs> it's been my entire life. So, if it's okay with you, I'd like to kind of give you, like, a high-level overview of the story, and then we could definitely go into to, the details.
1: I would love to. And, and you've got a couple of callers. One, you know, our, our, our listeners love to, to engage with our, with our guests. And so, if you are open to it, I'd love to give you an opportunity after you tell um, go through the, the process, and maybe to engage with a couple of callers if you're open to it. Sure. I'd love to okay perfect so let's hear it let's 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 go through the adventure together okay
0: exactly and that's actually why i wrote it so people could actually go through the adventure with me and i know that my book might sound a little unusual maybe even uncommon to some people but if you hear me out i do believe it holds a promise for us all um so like many children i had fears as a child i was actually afraid of drowning but i was terrified of the dark and if you've if if you've never experienced terror, it's hard to explain what that feels like. It's like when somebody jumps out in front of you unexpectedly, and your heart starts to race, and your hands start to sweat, and maybe you can't even breathe. I think for most people, those sensations typically last a few seconds, but for some people like myself, it would literally last much longer. And as a child, I could feel and sense different energies around me, and I wasn't sure if they were there to help me or to harm me. So, um, Angel... Angel, every night I would crawl into bed, pull the covers over my head, and I would recite the Lord's Prayer over and over again until exhausted I would eventually fall asleep. And this was my ritual night after night. And it continued well into my 20s. So I started my career as a CPA, as we mentioned. So there I was going to work during the day. And then at night, crawling back into bed, terrified of what I couldn't explain. So I actually met my It was, but I promise you there's a happy ending.
2: So yes. I, actually
0: met, <laughs> I actually met my husband at work and we got married and we had kids. And um, in the exhaustion of raising two incredible kids, commuting three hours a day to work and working 40 to 50 hours a week, in that exhaustion, everything stopped. The terror stopped, the whispers, the energies, everything stopped. But then my kids grew up and went off to college and then the house became silent. And many people listening may be able to associate those, you know, empty nesters when the house becomes silent. But in that silence, everything returned. The energies, the spirits, the whispers. It literally felt like somebody was always standing behind me. Um, I would literally tiptoe around my house, afraid of what I might encounter. And then at night, I would wake up terrified, clutching at my husband in fear. And soon both of us began to lose sleep. So around the same time. Um, I started to actually bleed uncontrollably month after month and I went to see my doctor and she said that I needed a hysterectomy and I felt terrified of the surgery and I wasn't sure why. So after becoming a CPA, I went into finance in the healthcare industry and I had worked in healthcare for over 20 years and I trusted modern medicine, but I was really terrified of the surgery and it felt like the same terror that I had as a child and the same terror that returned to me as an adult. So a very good friend of mine recommended that I read a book called Light Emerging by Barbara Brennan. And uh, Barbara was actually a former NASA physicist and she studied the human energy field. And what she learned, she was actually able to heal people with her hands. So here I was days before my surgery. I actually wasn't sure if I was going to go through it. I was so afraid. So days before my surgery, I was Googling healers near me. And as I sat across from my healer, angel for that very first time, I literally heard the click of a lock, like my entire life was locking into place. And I didn't know the role that that healer would actually play in my family's history. So my healer helped me heal after my hysterectomy. And in the following months, we started to explore this unexplainable fear of the dark. Um, We looked at my childhood to see if there was anything that had triggered it, but nothing came to light. And then we started to talk about something that I'd actually never heard of. We started to talk about past lives. And she introduced me to to the amazing work of Dr. Brian Weiss. Dr. Weiss was actually a very reputable psychiatrist. He studied at Columbia. He started at Yale and he was very well known. And um, he had a patient named Catherine who had these unexplainable phobias and fears that they couldn't figure out where they came from. And under hypnosis, They were able to unlock the fear, meaning that they were able to discover that they actually originated in a past life. And by understanding where it came from, she was able to release and to heal. Um, So I was amazed I was introduced to this amazing work. And then um, we also started to talk about my parents. We know that our parents have such a major impact on our lives. Um, We inherit so many things from them. But the science of epigenetics actually says we can actually inherit the pain and the trauma from our parents. They've shown where Holocaust victims have actually their children and their grandchildren hold that same fear and terror in their bodies. So, that terror that I felt at night, every night as a child, and that returned wasn't actually my own. It was actually a cellular memory from my mother. Um, but, Angel, Angel, my story doesn't end there. There's actually. <laughs> oh my God! There's actually, there's actually. A, it's almost done, but but that's not it. There's actually a shocking past life connection to the very healer that I trust to heal me in this lifetime. In a previous lifetime, her ancestral soul was the person that actually inflicted the pain on my family, and in that moment of revelation, I could have felt fear, betrayal, or anger, but I didn't. All I felt was the incredible love and the perfection of the universe and how all of our souls are interconnected across lifetimes and how we're unconditionally loved and how we could heal in any moment. Um, So that's actually where the name perfect came from, because I was able to experience and see the perfection of all that is. So that was a
1: lot. I took a lot of notes. So I have to you know, go through and, and look at what stood out for me and because and I want to ask all the questions. Do you have me so excited? Because I, I love lives and, and how we can relieve our blocks and let go of stuff because we have, it's like it's in our cycle. It's in our DNA. It's, it's all in there. And when you can release it, you no longer have to buy that story. You know what I mean? You can, exactly. you can find it. Let it go now, and that no longer has to be what you identify yourself through the filter of whatever this is that you've got going on with you that your past life is attached to.
0: You're absolutely correct. It's it was it was an incredible journey, and um, you know, as part of the journey, I learned how to let go of stories, and that's what Perfect teaches. It teaches people how to let go of the stories that don't serve them.
1: So, on the fourth of the callers. Um, you know, I hear all that and I want to hear more of the story but I also look at what we're going through now and so um, if you look at everything we're going through now in, in the world and everybody that's out there is struggling with trying to reset their lives in the chaos of where we are and it's affecting people in shadowy dark ways, how do you recommend us dealing with, with, with this stuff that's coming up now? You know we've got the, the pandemic the coming out of the pandemic, we've got the social unrest and injustice, you know, we've got the crazy election coming. <laughs> it's just The, the <laughs> world is so bizarre right now. And I'm supposed to feel safe and secure in my life. And it's so easy not to feel that when you've got all this going on.
0: Sure. So I, I actually have, um, I guess, two answers to it. There's two parts to to how I would love to, to respond to that question. I think it's a fantastic question. Um, so, you know, um, when I went to the past life regression with Dr. Weiss, I actually fell asleep. There were thousands of people in the audience, and over 50% Great. of the people had a past life experience, and I was so relaxed. I literally slept through the entire thing. So, <laughs> so amazing. When, so when my healer suggested a past life regression, I jumped at the opportunity. And and, and I'm, I'm getting to the answer to your question. As I laid on her table, her healing table, I literally felt myself rising through this purple, purple mist and then out into this bright white light. And it was just an overwhelming sense of love. Every, every description of love multiplied a, a million, not even a thousand, a million times. And it almost sounds like a near-death experience, you know, with this overwhelming sense of love, you know, this bright white light, but I wasn't dead. Um, and the message that came to me is that we can always go home just by loving and accepting who we are exactly as we are. The joy is in the reunion and the remembrance of who we are. And the reason I bring this up is because the message was we can always go home. And it's just so interesting that during COVID-19, we're all being sent home. And I think that the loneliness, the loneliness that we feel is not necessarily the isolation we feel from each other. I think the loneliness that many of us feel, pandemic or no pandemic, is when we become disconnected from source and from the essence of who we truly are, which is love. So I believe so many of us have abandoned ourselves emotionally, physically, spiritually. And I think this is a reset. You probably have heard this term before as this relates to COVID-19, but this is our reset. It's an opportunity for us for self-love and self-care because we have abandoned ourselves. Um, So I think that's one of the greatest things that we could do right now. And it's not arrogant. It's not selfish. When we love ourselves more deeply, we have more love to share with people. Um, Right. So so I think that's part of it. And then the other part is You know, one of the things that I talk about in Perfect and Teach is that emotions are meant to be felt as sensations in our body. So many of us are so ill-equipped to experience and feel our emotions. And, you know, for most of my life, I was one of those people. Emotions are meant to be felt. They're not meant to be thought of in our heads as stories. Our body tells the truth. Our thoughts, labels, and judgments are not always true. So whenever I feel a contracted energy in my body, I actually say thank you. And I know it sounds strange, but the reason I say thank you is because I know that it's an opportunity for me to release, to heal something that I'm still hanging on to. And, and the reason I bring this up in response to your question is because with everything going on in the planet, with all the contracted energies, like you said, with the relationships, with the planet itself, I think it's the universe saying that this is our opportunity to heal that. Mm,
1: that's so powerful, and, and I like that. You know, uh, if I understand what you said, I'm, I wrote it down to make sure I'm I'm, I'm repeating it correctly. Like you, you said, emotions are meant to be felt in the body and not in the mind. Is that Is that what you said? Correct. Okay, so when I feel like a like a
0: like a, oh in
1: my side, maybe I'm around someone and something is happening. I I then should step back and look. At myself, like what is happening with me right now that's causing this, rather than having this this thought response, which is what the stories are. Like, why is she looking at me? I think he's talking about me. Um, why is that happening? I that's not fair. They've got this, I don't you know, all that stuff is, is stories, right? That's not what's happening. It's just the stories that we've created because of whatever we got going on with us. We feel like we're worthy are all the fun questions you asked me when you started, which is the, right. all those questions are the, are the are the people who are walking the path of the mystic right now, and so mm-hmm. many people are being called. So, of course, all of us feel different. We all have this, so we've got stories going on, right? It's in our head. Every time something happens, we have a story. Every, t- right. every time.
0: Exactly. So, um, Dr. Jill Bolte-Taylor wrote a book called um, My Stroke of Insight. She was a Harvard neuroscientist who was able to heal herself from traumatic brain injury. But in it, she writes about the 90-second rule. So basically, what she writes about is that it actually, if an event happens, either good or bad, it takes us 90 seconds to actually process that event as sensations through our body, through our physiology, and then then we let it go. And she says, basically, if it lasts more than 90 seconds we've actually started to create a story around that event. So yeah. when something happens, ideally when something happens is to truly just feel those sensations without labeling them and then let them go. Right? But we yeah. know we do have stories in our heads. So we we yeah. have a choice Be- between stimulus and response, there's a gap. Right? Between stimulus and response, there's a gap. When something happens, there's a gap before we actually respond. And in that gap, we get to decide. We get to decide whether or not we just let it go as sensations in our body. We decide whether or not we create a story from love or a story from fear. So what I mean by that is I believe there's only two emotions in life. Everything falls into these two large categories. Um, and and fear is just a contracted energy. And when we let go of the fear, there's only love left. Wow.
1: I think that is the perfect time for us to take our first caller.
0: Um let me
1: um get our caller. Our first caller is Wendy. Wendy has a question about employment. Wendy, you are on the air with you. Oh. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> we have some music in the Hi. background.
2: <laughs> Hi, ladies. Thank you so much. Uh yes, my name is Wendy from California. And um I have been on a medical leave since January um, for uh, reasons that are well supported in uh, my medical insurance database, MRIs, diagnosis codes, etc. And my employer uh, is tired of waiting for me to return to work, so they said that they're going to administratively separate me from the company probably within the next, 10 days or so however the good news is um, I do have a benefit from them from the group insurance tied to my employer whereby I will be able to draw um, they they will send me checks every month Um, uh, however I will need to continually Uh, get periodic notes from my primary care doctor supporting that I'm not able to do my job Um, and I have this opportunity that may be there for me through October of 2021 so do you see me and I may have to change my doctor Uh, she already wrote me off until January 28th of 2021 so Uh, I don't know if she's going to write me off again or if I have to switch to a new doctor, but ultimately my question is, will I be able to um, take time off to heal through October 2021?
0: So, so Angel, I'm not sure. I I've never taken calls from a caller before, so I'm not sure how you oh. normally approach these. Oh, that's great. So
1: that's that's fine. Well, welcome to welcome to taking calls. What she's looking for is just any kind of insights. If you can see anything, um, or if you have any advice to kill her, give her based on your experience. Um, if if you if you feel so inclined, if if not, um, I can answer her, and we can you know, keep the calls around answer, answering, you know, asking questions about your book.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I would love if you answer her. Um, the, the only suggestion that I can give, because every situation is so unique to everybody, is what's the most loving thing that you can do for yourself in any moment is usually a, a principle that I try to live by.
1: And I think that's beautiful. That's actually perfect, you know, not to, you know, to point at your book, you know, but it, it is perfect. So it's like for me, I, what I would say, Wendy, is what do you want to have happen here? And to focus your energy on what you want to have happen. I know that you've been working on this for a long time, and it, it seems to be laying out, at the end of the day, the way you want it. So it's, it's, you know, rather than focusing on what may not happen or what may happen, what is it that you want to have happen? As Judy stated, you know, what is the, you know, what is the most perfect and the most loving expression of what this can look like for you, and that's what's going to happen? Because that's how you're gonna focus your energy.
2: Does that make sense? Are are you asking me? I'm
1: asking you Wendy if that makes sense.
2: Thank you. thank you. Um I, I think you're talking about um uh uh making something happen uh uh in my future. And what I want to see happen is um I want the opportunity to heal so that I may return to work without risk, and I think, honestly, that it will take until October 21. So I I want to see me in a position of continually being able to receive this group benefit uh, very ethically, tremendous backup uh, medical information, so I think that that's what I want to do.
1: If that's what you want, Wendy, then that's that's what you need to focus your energy on. And, and, and that, you know, going back, as I said, to what Judy was saying, that, uh, that's what, what she's talking about. And she's talking about focusing on what the thing is that's going to create the perfect or the most loving or the most empowering um, outcome that you're looking for. And focus your energy on that and then let it go. Trust that it's going to come and let it go. You trust that it's
2: Manifestation, right.
1: And let it go. And that's part of the okay. thing. You know, we talked about stories earlier. We can create in our head all the stories as we're wrestling through things. And we can spend all our energy, I want this, I need this, I want this. I, I don't want it to be like X. I, and So what's going to happen is we're focused so much on it not being like that that a lot of times that's what actually what happens for us. So what I okay. like about the message is that's what you want put that out there and then let it go and trust that it's coming and focus your energy on healing. because that's the most important thing to for you to focus on right now is just getting yourself healed
2: okay.
1: so that you can get to where you want to be. Does that make
2: sense? And it, it does. And um, I'm a very honest person. So what I'm requesting from the universe is based on ethics and honesty and um, huge medical documentation that speaks for itself. So, the, so
1: I'm not sure what you mean by, by all of that. My experience has been the universe is always going to be ethical and honest and, and, and down the path of righteousness. So you don't have to worry right. about, you know, taking your energy and asking for truth from the universe. The universe is always going to give you truth. What you want to focus on mm-hmm. is you need to heal. That's where you need to focus your energy and bringing forth the healing that you need. And the universe will bring you to, to this, all the tools you need to be healed
2: okay
1: okay well thank you very all right. much all right yeah. you're welcome have a good one bye-bye you too all righty so judy um what so i love about what you said yes so so judy so, please go, what I loved gonna, about what you, go ahead and say say what you're going
0: to say no 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 please <laughs> please finish your thought i apologize
1: what i what i was going to say was what you started that with um was really beautiful because you know it was about what is it that you um what is it that, that, that you are looking for and how is it going to create the most love in your, in your space for you? And that there, there's no better advice than, than that. Because if people focus in my mind as a practitioner, if people would focus on just the wonderful gooey love of anything that they want to achieve, they will always achieve that because they're not focusing on all that other stuff. You know what I mean?
0: Mm-hmm, absolutely. You know, when I'm faced with a difficult decision in my life, you know, everything in the universe is made of energy. It's either contracting or expanding. So I always choose in favor of what makes me feel more expansive.
1: I like that. It's a, because that's what the that's what the universe does anyway. It can trans, it contracts and it and expands, and it's like it's breathing. I always tell people that's what it feels like. It's like it's breathing. It's an entity that's trying to help you. All you have to do is, is open your heart and let and let. The universe help you, and not worry about what it's going to do. You just know that it's going to happen, so that you, you know, you're not focused on any in that negative stuff. I don't like negative stories. I, I can actually get mad at negative stories sometimes, which turns into a negative story because I'm mad at it. <laughs> but <laughs> I, I I feel like um, people need to spend more time in love and joy. You know, if the whole world was in love and joy right now. We
0: wouldn't be in a situation that right I totally agree. You know, um, people often ask me how I was able to actually go through and experience all of this because there are some pretty amazing experiences that I outline in the book. And I think one of the reasons that I was able to go through this is because my heart was wide open and mm. it was filled with love. And with my heart wide open, I was allowed the healing to happen. And I would, I would love to just tell you how it happened really quickly. I want to know. I because I think uh, it can not? help people. It's so simple. <laughs> so, you know, week after week I was laying on my healer's healing table and I would lay there for 15 minutes to 45 minutes. And as I laid there, as she worked on me, I would literally close my eyes and I would picture, and I discovered this quite by accident. I would literally picture a person, a place, a thing that I love. And I don't visualize. So when I close my eyes, I basically see nothing. So I would, imagine a person or a place or thing. And I would feel all my senses, that experience. What was I seeing, feeling, tasting, touching. And then I would literally experience that moment. And then I would bring in another image. It could be a pet. My dog makes me laugh. And I would just be so in full of joy. Or I would picture a sunset or my first snowfall or a kiss or hugging my children. And as I sat there, I was just, think, and experience, truly experience these memories in my mind, and my heart literally started to open. Um, And I did this week after week, and it's not dependent on anyone or anything. Um, Our our bodies don't know the difference between an emotion that we just imagined in our mind, and one that we just physically went through. And as I opened my heart, it just continued to expand. And truly, I think with an open heart, that's when all the miracles appear in our lives. That's,
1: that's beautiful. What I like about that, you know, as a healer, I was actually working with a client today. And, um, you know, I was talking about how it helps to, to have the, the, the client kind of focus on some things. And, and energy is we're, were trained, you know, here's a goal fall or here's a break or maybe even an image we create. Um, but, you know, I really liked um, what you said about just thinking about things that you just love. When you're in a space of just joy and love, all of the, the yummy goodness of, of the divine healing is going to just flock to you like a magnet. And,
0: and right. So,
1: but, yeah, go ahead. You're going to get that
0: healing, right? Yeah, absolutely. And the thing is, is you know, so many some, so many of us feel isolated right now, but we can create that feeling of love in any moment it 's not dependent on anyone or anything and you know um, one of the things one of my mentors taught me, Dr. sue Mortar, when you 're going through that process, you could put your hand on your heart and you can say, "This love is for me, this love is me and uh, it's wow. amazing it 's so easy to do, and we could all do it
1: we could all do it, and so for you this changed your life. It it, it changed everything um, about how, not just how you felt physically, but just how you engaged with life itself is what it feels like to me as I'm listening to you tell your story.
0: Absolutely. So, you know, I said, you know, I started my career as a CPA. Well, my parents are accountants. My sister is an accountant. My husband's a CPA also. So for most of my life, I was in my head. (laughs) And when people said, you know, you got to get out of your head and into your heart, I had no idea what that meant but now I do. It's basically opening our heart and feeling our emotions. I believe that we experience life through the emotions of life, not through the thoughts, the labels and the judgments. Life is meant to be experienced.
1: It's interesting you said that. I I, I worked in in taxation for many years. I understand. I'm working with accountants for CPAs. And it's one of the last bastions of like, really focused, conservative, just like, we're here, give me the receipt, where are your books, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you know, and then you went from that to this, to this, that's a big leap. That's a big leap, girl. <laughs> that's a big leap. How does your family, how did your family react to this? When you were going through this process
0: and writing and oh, laughs at us and this is going to be good. <laughs> I'm, I'm laughing because I'm laughing because my kids always tell me that I was a little weird, but that's okay. <laughs> I'm okay with that. But it's interesting when, when when this book came out. It came out about uh, two months ago, so it is uh, a brand new release. Um, I worked in the corporate world for so many years that uh, you know people wanted to buy the book. And they thought it was going to be about management, finance, or accounting. And they picked up the book, and they're like, oh, my goodness, it's not. Um, so it was, <laughs> it was quite awesome. comical. <laughs> That's
1: awesome. They're like, we can't wait to go get Judy's book. She's going to tell us how to manage our, our businesses, <laughs> how to get our books. In, in the, you're telling me how to get myself in check, which is a more powerful message. <laughs> so uh, yeah. I think they should all read the book because I think if, if all of us, deal with this stuff and that transformation piece is is what what we're facing we're sitting on the edge of the of the cliff kind of about to take a leap of faith at faith as a society with this transformation everybody needs to go inside and do this work right now that that's what I believe this is about is this whole transformation process
0: yeah absolutely you know there's uh there's another story um in the book that I'd love to share yes
1: please please please, please. So,
0: you know I asked you those questions in the beginning and um i I felt different most of my life. Um, I was actually born in Trinidad which is an actually actually it's an island in the Caribbean for people who don't know where it is it's an island in the Caribbean right off the coast of South America um so I moved to the u s when I was very young, and I always felt different I didn't look like other people this is my book is not about race or discrimination. I just didn't look like other people. Um, I was also born with 11 fingers, and I had the ability to feel and sense these spirits, especially at night. So I always felt different, right? And, you know, the universe, we are so powerful. We all know the law of attraction. Um, we are so powerful. We act like magnets. So we attract what we hold, you know, emotionally in our bodies. So, of course, I married a person who was total opposite of me, uh, Culturally, racially, and spiritually, we're we're very, very different. And in the story, um, my mother in law had recently passed away, and I'd always felt different in my family. I felt like I didn't belong. Um, So here I was communicating with my deceased mother in law. I am not a medium, but again, when our heart is wide open, Amazing things happen. So I was communicating with my mother-in-law and I saw scenes. It was was literally, like I said before, it was like a near-death experience. I literally saw scenes of myself interacting with my husband's family go by in seconds. And, you know, you hear people see their whole life go by in seconds during a near-death experience. It was like that. And what I saw was because I felt different, that's what I projected. So that's what was reflected to me. So what we what we hold in our bodies emotionally is what we project, and what's actually mirrored back to us. Um, and, and I realized wow. that that feeling of being different and not belonging to his family was because that's what I was projecting and holding on to. That was the story that I was telling myself. Wow,
1: that is so that is so powerful. And so I'm I have talked to a lot of people who have had near death. Experiences, and I've gone through the process with um, you know helping people transition when they've gone, you know, they've they've gone, and I've never heard anybody go through um, kind of comparing this enlightenment that that you that you're kind of describing the same. And it it kind of takes me back to what you said about we can go home anytime, we can always go home, and that's what it feels like to me. Like that that's the goal. Only when we die, it's like we are we are motivated to slide in the home and to get the trophy only when we die. You're telling me that I can tap into beautiful, loving energy whenever I need or maybe even want to. Is that correct?
0: Absolutely. Um, I like to describe it as dying with your eyes wide open. We don't have to die to realize who we are.
1: Oh, my God. Say that again. Say that again. <laughs> They, oh, my God.
0: <laughs> oh. We don't have to die to realize who we are. I know that's not what I said, but... That is
1: what you said, exactly what you said, and it was beautiful because a lot of us, you know, we're, we're
0: you know, when does the...
1: Gosh, how can I put this question? Because I think this is a good question for you. It's like, we, we always feel like we're never ending in this spiritual journey. It's like we always always given this picture that we're in the old... And sitting in lotus position until we just die. And then now, now we're awakened after struggling and, and trying to figure it out. And first I'm a Buddhist and now I'm a this and now I'm a that. And, and just trying to figure out what it is. What I'm hearing is that you can awaken when you're ready to awaken. You can go home anytime, You, know, you can feel that love. That love is not just waiting for you when, you when it's time to go. That love is available for you to tap into any time you need it. Like going to get a drink of water. And that, that that's what that's what people need to know. So I, I love that. So no, keep saying that because that's, that's that's powerful stuff. So now, is there any anything else you want to tell me about the book? Because I've got like two really good questions for you, but I want you to really get a, I want people to really get get in, into understanding what your book is, what I, what your book can bring to me, and then they need to go out and get the book.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so absolutely. But so, so so, the book is actually broken up into three parts. 80% of the book is actually written like a novel. So I wanted people to actually go on the experience with me. And I wanted them to finish the book because there are twists and turns. Like I said, it has a pretty shocking. Um, so I wanted people to get to the end of it. And then there are a handful of pages, which I call a reflection. So people can understand and see what are some of the lessons in, in these experiences so they could apply it in their own lives. And then the last part are some very, very simple exercises. And I made them simple because I know what it feels like to be overwhelmed with too many things to do. But the exercises help them apply the lessons they learned and they help them to embody it so they can learn to let go of their own stories. Um, so that's, that's how perfect is actually organized. But uh, I love there that. is there, oh, there Sorry, go ahead. Well, I was going to ask
1: for you, but so I've got stories that I can relate to. As I'm reading the book, you give me kind of a like a novel. I'm reading these stories and I, I should be able to say, oh, my gosh, either A, I can relate to this because I know that story. I recognize that story. Or B, I'm not unusual. I'm not abnormal because I, too, have stories. Right?
0: Absolutely. You know, so many people, Angel, have called me and told me that. They saw themselves in the book. I mean, it's not the exact same story, but we all have those feelings where we don't feel worthy. That's actually why the book is named Perfect. Um, so Angel, when I was when I was when I was laying in bed recuperating, I had a guide come to me, and the guide said that we are never alone, never abandoned. We are always loved. If you knew who stood beside you in every moment, you would never be afraid. So Angel. If you knew that, would you live your life differently?
1: Oh, gosh, yes. It's like having a partner that has all the answers who's with you all the time and has your back. I think all of us would make our choices different. I think we'd be more courageous. We'd be more creative, right? We would be out there and take chances on the things that we really love and want to do.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, it's funny, before you were talking about accountants
2: <laughs> and, you know,
0: how 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 very rigid we could sometimes be, right? But what I learned yeah. on this journey is to let go of trying to control everything. That's what I learned. That's one of the biggest lessons that I learned, is to try to let go of controlling everything and truly surrender to the universe. Um, Deborah Potiman, who's a good friend of mine, um, she says... Uh, Our ceiling is God's floor. So, of course, do your best in every moment that you can, but then surrender to the universe because what the universe can deliver is much more than we could even imagine. Wow. Oh,
1: that's really cool. So can you talk me through um, when somebody contacts you um, to work with you? So, I mean, if you work with individuals on, on this process? Or is this just, the, you're just coming out with this, um, this process in, in, in your own life?
0: So, so I do hold um, several certifications that are non-accounting related. Um, but I looked out into the world and I saw how many people are suffering Um, So my focus right now has really been just getting the book and the message out there. But there is a process. So I can just tell you the process. It's called, I call it, I call it NEST. N-E-S-T. Really simple. So the N stands for notice or become aware of your stories. So we have 60,000 stories a day, uh, 60,000 thoughts a day. 95% of them are the same ones we had yesterday and the day before. 80% of them are quite negative. So I believe the first step in any situation is to become aware, truly become aware of what our stories are. Oftentimes we're on autopilot and we don't even know, we don't even take notice of what we're thinking about. The E, yeah. stands, for, the e stands for experience the emotion and to really experience the emotion. Take that 90 seconds, acknowledge the emotion, the sensations, and let it flow through your body and then let go of it. The S stands for scratch the record so you can't play it again. Right. Because we know we play the same stories over and over again. We have to train ourselves to start letting go of it. But we do play stories over and over again. So we need to scratch the record. Right. And there's different ways to do that. Um, And then T is for tender love and care. Again, the way home, the way home is to remember who we are. Right. By loving and accepting who we are. And that's self-care we talked about earlier.
1: I like that. I like that you have
0: um, the
1: the focus is looking at myself and looking at these these stories. I, I like the word story because I like the word story, and I use it in my own practice but I, I like how it really indicates that it's not something that's real. It's something I can change. I can change a story from everybody died in the in the in the in the fairy tale to and they all lived happily ever after. I get to change the story because it's my story, right? And I really like that. And I like how you're basically reprogramming me through love. <laughs> you're reprogramming me through love to really look at what, what it is that I need to do for myself. And I like that you're ending it with, with PLC. Absolutely you need some PLC. I love that. It's really good. So do you do groups of people, or are you just – what is your, your, your primary way in which you get your message out with, with people?
0: So right now, I'm not working with people. I've been doing okay. lots of interviews. I'm um, actually speaking with people, wonderful people like yourself. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a, great, you know, it's a great book. Yes, please go on. I was going to say, you know, just very simply, we have to also remember that our stories are not always true, right? So not only do we have a choice, but they're not always true. So my next-door neighbor was supposed to come over, and she didn't. So, of course, the first thing that popped into my head, even though I know all of this, was, what did I do wrong? Did she not like me? Did I say anything wrong? (laughs) And then finally I picked up the phone and said, hey, what's going on? She said, oh, I thought it was tomorrow. So see how quickly we can create a story.
1: Yeah, okay. it is. And I and I, and I I agree with that. I, I, I think that that is the best description. You know, I know we can create stories about our neighbors, we can stories about our loved ones, we can create stories about a co-worker, you know. Um, I, I, I was talking, someone who walked in the door at work, and someone, one of the other guys walked in, and he was making a face. And... Immediately there was this like rumbling of stories going around about well he's in a bad mood or he's like he's always like that blah 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 and it turned out that he had an upset stomach and fell um, over talked to so I'm like hey are you okay he's like oh my god my stomach is so upset I was I wasn't even sure if I'm gonna make it work today he literally was grimacing because he was in pain and discomfort I think it's funny that. As humans, we will make somebody else's discomfort our story. <laughs> that's, how, that's how we are conditioned. Like, you're how, you look like you're in pain. It has to be about something about me.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. But, uh, you know, we were talking about how I felt different most of my life, right? So yeah. these, these, these emotions and these stories and the trauma that we don't process in our bodies and let them go, they actually, like the human energy field extends, you know, somebody told me, I think today, that it's like, it extends like nine feet outside of you, right? So when you yes. have these stories and labels and judgments that clog up our energetic field, it actually distorts our ability to see things clearly. So in that story that I was telling you with my mother-in-law, she showed me that I had created that distortion in my energy field. And uh, some people believe that the pain and the sickness that uh, we have in our bodies or experience in our bodies actually starts in the energy field and then manifests in our bodies. So it's very important to let go of the things that no longer serves us.
1: I agree. I agree. So what is your big message for our leaders? You know, you know, cause there's to me, there's an opportunity in leadership to really do this process like we as a planet need this process right now. So what is your your message to leadership? And I'm talking about both our, our, our political leaders and our corporate leaders. They have to be responsible to the community as well that they, they need to step up and do in terms of taking care of in education and all that kind of stuff. But what do we need to do for the people in the leadership with this with this process or what can we do?
0: So I'm going to answer it kind of like with part of the story that I was telling you before, right? So in that Mm -hmm. moment of revelation, when I learned about the connection with my healer, I could have felt fear, betrayal, or anger, but I didn't, right? I could have created a story that would haunt me for the rest of my life, but I didn't. I chose to see the miracle in the situation. Um, So the reason I say that is when we let go of the labels, the stories, and the judgments, we see everything through the eyes of the creator. We see everything through the eyes of love, where there is no separation. And
1: so we all are one uh, in, in, in the community of, of, as they say, that children who God love unconditionally. Like, and so that love is in your heart. And if the love is in your heart, you can heal and release anything. That's what I thought I heard, kind of, sort of.
0: Yeah, there's no separation. There really isn't when we drop all of the stories, labels, and judgments.
1: So now you're on this path of, of delivering the message, getting the message out, and, you know, getting people um, in tune with, with the book. So you're, you're talking to people and, and telling them your story and letting them know how you were able to get yourself to this space. So what is what would be the perfect... Um, outcome for you what are you what are you hoping for in in this, in this path for your book and your in your,
0: your journey right so you know you asked me if I was coaching right now and I said no my focus was really just spreading the message so for me right now what I'm trying to focus on is really making people become aware of perfect I invite them to pick it up um because I do think it can change their lives. And I know that it's an uncommon story, but there is so much in it that can help all of us. Um, so that's part of it. And then also sharing the message on, you know, great shows like this. Um, I believe it's basically spreading hope. It is.
1: It's very hopeful. And, and I have, have observed so many people, Judy, coming up from these very traditional and, and very, um, process-focused professions, lawyers, accountants, shutting their their books and their pencils and their computers and becoming healers or shamans. So many people are being called right now. And I believe, number one, I believe it's a beautiful thing. I, I I love seeing all of this wonderful energy coming up in all these different ways that people are communicating, but I also feel like we're needed. I, I feel like this is God's hand of bringing more truth out so that we can hear and see. And so it's like you're part of that wave of people. You're part of the wave. I it feel to like you part of the wave, Judy. <laughs> it feels
0: great. But it also gives other people the opportunity to step forward also because maybe they were hiding because they felt different, like I did.
1: Yep. Right? but and I agree with that. And I like that. And, you know, when you said that at the beginning and you do feel different in, if you're calling into this work, whether you jumped up, like many people do at 60, just do it. And you're just that person for 70 years or you live a whole lifetime. And then one day you just, you, you go, you start getting inspired and you step into it later in life. We were all different because you can, you can hide behind your accountant books but this is who you've <laughs> always been, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> who you've always been. Uh, it's like we write in it too. It's like we we look at it. We're like, yeah, I'm gonna go over here and pick the. You know, you're in the family. It's the family business for you. It's so much easier to just, just do it go to school. Get your accounting degree. Get your take the CPM the CPR exam and just go and sit down. And <laughs> it makes your life so much easier. But you can't turn off this light so it always is beaming and so you always feel different and you always feel you always feel unfulfilled because you're not fulfilling your destiny like now you're fulfilling your destiny right
0: absolutely i think you're absolutely correct i think uh, the world is transforming there's so many more people um jumping on that wave Yeah.
1: And it's going to be interesting to see how this, how this turns out because there are a lot of people coming up. And there's a lot of information that I like it, love it, because it's in everybody's language, there's people, no matter what you believe or what you speak, whatever, It's coming up to, to get the message out there. God is trying to get this light, loving, healing message out there for anyone. And your book is, is, is a fabulous message on how to manage, it's like ownership, like you're owning your stuff, and you're managing and healing it on your level, I'm not blaming you for what's going on with me, I need to heal myself, and I I think if everybody did that, if everybody did that, the healing, would, you know, it, it, it changes, it would change you, and now you're different, now I'm different, together we're different, and so on and so on and so forth, so it's a powerful message. I don't even know what else to say because I think that you've said a lot of really powerful things. Is there anything you'd like to say um, for call to action? I would love for people to connect with you. Where can they get your book? Um, what if they want an autograph edition of your book? All those fun questions. There you go, Judy. <laughs> I,
0: I, love, I love that. So um, my website is Judy with an I, J U V I Miller, M-I-L-L-E-R.net. All my social media handles are there. Um, with the purchase of my book, Perfect, uh, you could actually go to my, my website, and I give you five free bonuses um, from some Ooh. top transformational teachers. Some of you may have heard them. Some of them you may have heard of, um, Marcy Scheinloff, Deborah Poneman, Dr. Sue Mortar, Janet Atwood. So five free bonus gifts for just buying the book. And um, just for your listeners, um, I have a free ebook on my website. It's called Awaken the Creator Within, and uh, that's absolutely free, so um, I invite your oh, listeners uh, to take advantage of that.
1: That is really so, cool. Um, that's a lot of really powerful people that have supported your 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 process here. I'm, giving, I'm looking at the website right now. <laughs> that are giving you the ability to offer these three these gifts. I would definitely encourage people to take advantage of this. How did this come to be? How did you connect to, 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 to get such great offerings from such powerful people in a transformational industry?
0: And I think every single one of them is part of the uh, Transformational Leadership Council. Um, So, you know, like what you said, there's a movement happening. And uh, I was just so fortunate um, that many of them are my mentors. And, uh, you know, they just want to make sure that everybody um, has the opportunity to awaken. Uh, We all awaken in this lifetime. It's just a matter of when. Um, So it's just uh, an opportunity to learn how to live with more love, happiness, and joy. I am so grateful for all of their support.
1: Well, you've you've got some great mentors there. Those are all really, really, really great individuals. So I'm I'm very I'm, I'm very impressed. And you've got some people singing your praises. There's Sonia Ducato, I guess like, She's absolutely wonderful. I've met her. You've got you've got some serious people that think you're amazing. And and I and I I want to you know give you you know give you a a, a thumbs up and, and and doing it the right way because so many people are just throwing it out there, but this is an important message. And so getting people to really see the legitimacy, that's what I'm looking for. And this is so much power right now into putting yourself out there in a way that really catches people's attention, and you've done a really great job of that. So good job. Congratulations on that, man. That's
0: just so amazing. So thank you, um, Angel. You know, so I'm a first-time author. I'm self-published, so um, just all of this love and support uh, from you and your audience is greatly appreciated. Well,
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna put post this in our in our um, information. I want everybody to go to her her webpage. I just looked at it. Uh, her book is right there. judymiller.net. That's J-U-D-I Miller.net, and she does have lots of fun things to to offer here. If you buy the book, how much is your book? It's
0: like it. 4.99 on Amazon. The ebook. Oh my God, that's re-
1: oh my God, that's ridiculous.
0: <laughs> the angel, angel, I kept it. Remember, I said the reason I wrote it, I kept it low for a reason because I wanted I to make it. sure that everybody could, uh, could, could afford. Oh my God!
1: It. So for the price of the Grand Slam Breakfast at James, <laughs> you can <could> grab <laughs> this book and all these free fabulous things that are like you've got. What is this? Meditation there's all kinds of stuff there. I'm gonna have to look at
0: this myself. This is Yeah, there's there's <laughs> twenty there's twenty there's twenty one meditations on love from Janet Atwood, the I New York that. Times bestseller of the passion test. Um, twenty one yeah. of them. That's
1: just one thing of them. though. That's just one That's thing. Just
0: one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so please take the time, visit Judy Miller's um website, put in your order for that. $5 book and get your free gift today because we all need some love. You know, the Beatles said it best. All we need is love, Judy. Um, you got 90 seconds. What is your last words that you'd like to give our audience tonight?
0: Sure. So what if life was one huge interconnected puzzle with no wrong pieces, each piece perfect and part of the whole? Then we can start to let go of our stories, labels, and judgments and truly experience the miracle of life. That's Perfect.
1: Thank you so much for coming. I really enjoyed you um, as a guest. Uh, I hope that you had a good time here on Spirit Talk Radio. I'm looking forward to seeing how things go. Let me know how everything goes. We might have to bring you back on the show sometime soon.
0: It was so much fun, Angel. Thank you.
1: Thank you. God bless. Take care. And everyone, we will see you soon on the other side. God bless. Ciao, ciao. Bye bye. Bye bye.